Um, yeah, I mean, first thing is the leader, right? When, when you feel stress, look at yourself. Do you create more stress for your team? And typically when you are stressed and you behave like that, then your team gets stressed. They feel the same stress. They behave in exactly the same way. And if your team grows, you just have more people around you that are stressed, which creates more stress for you, right? So that is not easy, but I've... I experienced that this is the most effective thing because I had these times when I was always stressed and my team was stressed and that caused more stress. Q&A session as usual. Our topic uh, today is uh, around yeah, st stress management uh, strategies and um, how to possibly reduce the stress in your work environment. And even if we have already done several episodes around the uh, topic stress and um, well-being, um, stress uh, seems uh, still persistent at uh, workplace. So maybe we have to do another episode <laughs> uh, on that uh, as it is quite important. First question on, on my side, Manu, today is uh, how to um, get better, like distinguishing between things that are really urgent and really important and, well, the others. <laughs> hmm. That's a very broad question, but I think it's also very important. And so for me, it gives me a big relief when I just write things down that are in my brain and then prioritize them and then write down what is really important and why, or in other words, what will happen if I just don't do it, right? And then just having everything written down outside of your brain and making some, make it something external, not just being you being the problems, right? When you constantly have everything in your brain, then it gives me a lot more clarity and then I can manage that. And I do the same with my team. So whenever they feel, oh, there, is, there are too many things going on, too many stress factors we write them down we prioritize them we set deadlines and we deal with them and i think it's really important that as a leader it's like crucial to help your team focus on priorities on options instead of adding more fear and more pressure and more deadlines to your team Because when people are constantly under pressure, they are not able to think clearly. And if you are not able to think clearly, you cannot make smart decisions. So in the end, you have more people that make poor decisions, which creates more failures, which results in more stress. So that's just a choice in which direction you want to go. Right. Um, so what we see often is like a lot of like this um, artificially created stress, maybe from top-down management or clients, um, technical stuff that is happening, how, how we can tackle those uh, things. So we reduce the artificial uh, stress that is maybe um, yeah, seen often. There, there is not really a reason to be like really stressed, but we create it. <laughs> 
Yeah, I also see that. And many cultures are created by the belief that when we set a deadline, we need to hit this deadline. And I believe that reliability is very important. But it's also important to give your team something meaningful or a reason why something is important. Just to be dogmatic and set a deadline so that there is a deadline and that things need to be delivered in this deadline. I mean, that's, that's not meaningful. And then when people don't have a meaning behind something they need to achieve, they have no drive, right? There is no motivation. I don't say that you should always work without a deadline. I mean the opposite. You need to set a deadline because work always expands to the time available. So if you don't set a deadline, then things take forever, right? But the question is, how do you deal with the team not hitting the deadline or not catching the deadline? And if you have a culture where then like people scream at each other and people like punish each other instead of finding a solution, you develop a culture that is more focused towards problems. And this is not fostering a mindset to achieve deadlines better and deal with stress better and find solutions, which is what you want. I think it's all a cultural thing and culture means behavior and behavior is driven by communication. So in the end, it's, it's again a communication thing. And yeah, I believe communication taught solutions is always the right thing. You mentioned um, just in the beginning about like writing things down if, uh, um, to get more clarity and reduce stress. Do you have more like uh, um, tips or hints how to eliminate, uh, eliminate those uh, stress factors first, maybe on a personal level? I think this is always a good uh, start. Um, start with yourself. And then um, if you're having responsibles for, for your team or for maybe the whole business, also on the corporate uh, and, and business side, how, how can we strategically um, reduce those uh, stress factors? Um, yeah, I mean, first thing is the leader, right? When, when you feel stress, look at yourself. Do you create more stress for your team? And typically when you are stressed and you behave like that, then your team gets stressed. They feel the same stress. They behave in exactly the same way. And if your team grows, you just have more people around you that are stressed which creates more stress for you, right? So that is not easy, but I've, I experienced that this is the most effective thing because I had these times when I was always stressed and my team was stressed and that caused more stress. So yes, for me, it's a big, a big gift and a relief when I have structure that I can rely on, where I have my priorities clearly set. And I stopped with, or... I stopped believing myself that I need to do everything fast. I started to believe myself that I need to do things reliably and with good quality. And that changed the game because whenever something came in and I had the belief that I need to do things fast, I always constantly reacted to it, tried to do it, and I tried to get everything done till the end of the day, which was not possible. So that put me in a driver's seat where I just like stressed myself out every day because it, yeah, it was me telling myself that I need to get everything done. And when you, there are new emails and new questions from your team and new appointments here, and you believe you need to like tackle everything that is highly stressful. So now today I just think I need to analyze the things first and then prioritize them and then do the most important things with full attention. And then I know that I never get stressed 
and I do the most important things, which is the most important thing for me, while all other things might fall off the desk, but I know those are not the most important ones. Mm. And what to do about um, mm. yeah, those um, stress factors that are or negative stress factors that uh, or behavior that that is uh, around oh. me um, that I'm not really able to influence directly. So stress factors come of um, come from the outside, maybe. Um, how how can I handle them if I'm not directly in control of them? Yeah, so the answer is you cannot manage them, <laughs> but you can manage how you react to them. Mm -hmm. okay. You can also like give people feedback and you can still place a wish that next time you want to see a different behavior, right? So um, I don't know how that is called in English, but I think it's violent free communication. That's mm -hmm. a good pattern to give people feedback and hope that they like take it seriously and act on it. But in the end, you cannot control what other people do. You could apply force, but that's not a good leadership style, I believe. It's just creating enemies for yourself. More stress. But <laughs> yeah, more stress. But yeah, handling how you react to it. I mean, whenever when 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 things happen, there is too much work, too many failures. You still have a choice how you react to that. And if you always try to stay calm and look at the things as they are, not as you think they are or they will become in the future then you take out the fear from how you see things and that reduces stress and helps you see things more clearly, make better decisions, creates better results, creates less failures, creates less stress. Yeah. Mm -hmm. How can a la lack of alignment uh, between shared values and team standards like exfold your stress uh, levels? Um... <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you if you have different values, then you have different behaviors and this results in different expectations. Now, in the end, people behave totally different and most likely work against each other or they apply a behavior every day without having an understanding why other people behave differently. So I think that's the worst case when you have totally different cultures, totally different people with different values and even worse, no clearly set goals and no transparency about what's going on. I mean, the work in your business, well, that can become a real toxic, toxic business. I, I had parts of it, but uh, not at full scale, but I never want to go back because it was so stressful. It was like, yeah, a huge kindergarten with people that like all had their own things, had different problems, wanted different things from me. And even worse, they couldn't work without me, which caused a lot of stress for me. Yeah. Um, can you also uh, elaborate a bit on the importance of getting like uh, the roles clear and um, have possibly no or very um, little uh, role ambiguity in, in your teams, how that can uh, be helpful um, at reducing stress? It's again about clarity and well-set expectations, right? If you don't have properly defined roles and people don't know what they are accountable for, what's their responsibility and how they collaborate with others, then it's always just kind of the question, am I doing the right thing? And will I match the expectation of someone else, my internal or external client? And also people, I think 
I am the same and I see that on my team when they have structures they can rely on and they know that when they are doing these things, then they are doing the right things and they are good and okay and successfully doing their job. That gives them like peace of mind. They, they, they get more calm because they know what they are doing is the right thing. Otherwise, if you are constantly living in fear that if you do something, it doesn't match the expectation from someone else, or maybe it's not done in the right way, but you don't know how to do it right, right? So then it creates a lot of fear in the organization. And again, fear creates stress, stress creates failures, failures create more stress, and so on. So this clarity that is created by a role, by a clearly defined role, I think that is, that is crucial, and it goes beyond the role. Then it's clarity about how do we collaborate? It's clarity about what does quality mean and how do we measure quality? It goes beyond the roles by defining what are our values and what is the behavior that we want to foster so that we have a culture that matches our values, mm -hmm. right? It's really clarity about everything. Never like expect that people know or do what you want them to know or do, but make it explicitly available. Then this is, it creates a lot of clarity. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, last question from my side. Um, what feedback or what like uh, what feedback you get now from people that you're working with maybe for a couple of years that know pastimes um, how things were uh, back then and how they um, yeah evolved during the time um, when the work environment became less stressful. <laughs> like what 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 is the what is the feedback you get from from coworkers or from colleagues that that you're working with since science things have changed for you or and for for your the the yeah the people that work with you in the different companies yeah, you're asking that because you see the comments sometimes in the appreciation alert channel right <laughs> in slack <laughs> yeah yeah, I, I get it. <laughs> yeah, it's really like I get so many thank yous, not just in the appreciation channel but also in private messages because people like. The work environment where they can just focus on their skills and on doing their work properly and where they have low stress and great collaboration. Of course, it's still a challenge for some people if they are simply not yeah, disciplined enough. Disciplined enough to really stay calm in their role, do the work in their role, and then when there are problems and failures, just deal with these problems and failures and ask others for support because there is always support. The entire organization is built on support. Mm. So in the end, I see that people stay with me loyal for years, right? They, they, really like, they really like to work with us. And we have rarely people that, that leave for the reason of too much stress or they don't like um, the culture or so, right? And for me, it's also less stressful. And we get, yeah, we get much better results because people can work independently from each other. It's like a decentralized management system that is, that is um, created by clarity and by self-managing teams and people that are supported by systems and leaders that provide them support and transparency. Instead yeah. of having a top-down management system where People are seen as, as resources and are then directed by a manager to do this and this and that and are constantly pulled around. Yeah, I, 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 I'm very happy that we don't have this anymore. <laughs> yeah, me too, me too. <laughs> I, I, because I remember the time when I joined, uh, like mm -hmm. the, back then in Bright Bright Solutions, it was like still like people jumping off and coming in and jumping off were, were like really stressful. And now we, are, I, I, for me, like at least for my uh, role, what I see, 
Um, it's it's really quiet. We have almost no fluctuation in the teams yeah. at all, right? And and things are really like really calm. <laughs> And, and all I that really with, appreciate that. Yeah, with just like 12 employees and 158 freelancers, where most people believe that freelancers are not reliable and like are not loyal and they leave. We also have exceptions, right? We hired one, one technical lead and this person quit from one day to another. This can happen. It also happened with employees. I had employees that told me to sign the contract, but they never appeared, right? So yeah, that's... That's normal. But now we can onboard people in like a week or two, sometimes three, where back in 2017, it took us three to six months. Yeah. So then a person leaving is a much bigger problem because it takes us much longer to find a replacement. And today it's like two weeks. And maybe sometimes we have someone in the talent pool that we can onboard fast and have a replacement in one or two days. Right. Um, yeah, Manuel, any closing thoughts or remarks from, from your side, uh, from something that you would like to add? I still believe in starting with results from your team, from your business, and then create role definitions so that your team knows exactly what they should do. And if you don't have a team, but you are stressed, then train yourself on not always reacting with fear and stress to things that happen, but try to see them more objectively and calm and deal with them as they are, not as you fear that they will be in the future. Mm. Right. Cool. Yeah. Um, then uh, thank you very much again uh, for your time, Manuel, and your input uh, today. And I would say we see each other next week on our next Q&A session. Cool. Thank you very much. See you Take soon. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.